Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into another edition of the Fantasy First Podcast here only on the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Jeremy Betts. I'm coming to you, as always, on a Tuesday with your waiver wire wish list, as well as a look at the Week 11 injury report and what you need to know for fantasy moving forward in Week 12 and beyond. This podcast, again, brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network, comes to you every Tuesday for the waiver wire wish list and every Thursday for the DFS preview of the week. And uh, it's exciting every week to get into it. I hope, though, that your fantasy endeavors were better than mine in week 11 because I am in 13 separate leagues and I am probably going to lose in nine out of the 13. Not great this week for me. That comes after winning in 10 of the 13 last week. So you give and you take when you play fantasy football. But today, what I'm going to try to do for you here is uh, give you a little bit of a heads up on the injury report, what you need to know from the weekend's action, as well as what to look forward to when making your waiver claims this week, getting ready for hopefully a playoff run and setting yourself up for success and depth moving forward as well. Let's go ahead and jump into the injury report. And I think we got to start with Thursday night football. And we'll just talk about it a little bit here. Uh, When we talk about what went down on Thursday night with Joe Burrow uh, and his wrist injury, that's now going to keep him out for the remainder of the 2023 season. That is absolutely and obviously the biggest news of the week for fantasy football and for the NFL. Uh, When you lose a top two, top three quarterback um, and in a league that so heavily relies on quarterbacks for its success and its draw each week and uh, fantasy as well, where every player, uh, especially in PPR leagues, relies on that quarterback to get them targets, to feed them the football and suppressed value comes when your quarterback play declines. And that's what's going to happen now with the Cincinnati Bengals. Now that Joe Burrow will no longer be the quarterback for the remainder of the season, they're going to have to ride Uh, with somebody else, whether that's Jake Browning or whether that is somebody else for the remainder of the season remains to be seen. Looks like it will be Jake Browning for now, but that can always change with injury, with a poor performance. We just don't know how this Bengals team is going to respond and how they're going to play now that Joe Burrow is out. So that is obviously the biggest thing to watch from the week. Uh, And then you also had the Ravens now. (laughs) They're going to be short staffed at the tight end position and fantasy managers will be as well losing one of the best fantasy tight ends in the game in Mark Andrews for the rest of the season. There is an outside chance, according to Jim Harbaugh, 
or excuse me, John Harbaugh, that he can come back and be a factor to close out the season and potentially in the NFL playoffs. But that's not going to help you in fantasy football season. So Mark Andrews likely done for your fantasy team this year. What are you going to do? We'll get to that in the waiver wire portion of this episode as well. But let's continue on with what is actually a pretty large injury report this week. I'm just going to hit briefly the other quarterback injuries from Sunday. You had CJ Stroud, who just left for a single play, uh, came back and won a, a game against the Arizona Cardinals. So not much concern there, but something to watch. Obviously, anytime a player leaves for any length of time in game, sometimes they can come back and be fine for the rest of that game. And then you see their participation and uh, practice the next week be limited or non-existent. And then uh, sometimes it can affect the next game as well. He's somebody to watch. Uh, really, the biggest one to watch of, of the quarterback injuries from Sunday is Geno Smith for the Seahawks. Because the Seahawks are playing on Thanksgiving Day, Thursday night football, for that situation, you want to watch Geno Smith and see if he is uh, actually going to play in that game or if he will be replaced by Drew Locke for that scenario. So watch it. Keep an eye on it. It is something to consider because Geno Smith did go down with an apparent elbow injury that was very painful and again, came back, finished the game, but like I said before, doesn't mean that he's guaranteed for this game on a short week. And then Sam Howell had an upper body injury. They checked him for concussion. He was cleared of that pretty quickly. So just got to watch and see how sore he is, how much of an impact he can make this week before the commanders go take on the Cowboys and uh, a big tough matchup for Sam Howell and company uh, this next week in week 12. Uh, those are the quarterbacks. Let's talk about some running backs. That's the real story from Sunday was the running back injuries. Aaron Jones for the Packers, likely going to miss several games now with a knee injury. He was carted off the field. It didn't look good. There was some speculation early on that that could be the end of his season. It doesn't sound like uh, the Packers are expecting him to be done for the year at this point, but it should limit him and affect him moving forward for the foreseeable future. You're going to want to have other options uh, in place of Aaron Jones uh, for the immediate future at the running back position. Devin A-Chain, Devon A-Chain, however you say his name, he got hurt again. Same MCL uh, that it, it was that kept him out for four weeks on injured reserve. Um, it sounds like he's going to miss maybe some time here as well. Uh, and considering that the Dolphins have a quick turnaround this week as well, playing in the first ever Black Friday game against the New York Jets, that sounds like a long shot for him to play this week. At the very least, maybe you get him back the week after. Something to watch. But fantasy managers should be aware when plugging in uh, Devon HM that he he it would be recommended to probably wait and see him have a big performance before you jump back in on that wagon um, and, and try to start some other players until uh, he is deemed fully healthy and back to uh, where he was before the injury took him out of our fantasy lives and effectively uh, made many of us uh, walking corpses of our former fantasy glory from the previous weeks. So uh, speaking from experience there myself, let's talk about Kenneth Walker, the third from the Seattle Seahawks. Again, some something to watch here for Thursday night football on Thanksgiving. He is likely going to miss several weeks with an injury. He's a candidate for injured reserve as well. Um, Zach Charbonnet, We'll get to him a little bit later, would take in and fill his role. But sounds like that Kenneth Walker 
um, will be out for a little while with an oblique injury, something that sounds pretty painful, and hopefully he will get uh, back pretty quickly, but he could miss some significant time. And then the other running back injury from Sunday to highlight is Deontay Foreman uh, from the Bears. Uh, he had a, a good role in the offense again, despite Khalil Herbert's return to the lineup. Um, but it was only four carries for him. And then he was done for the day with an injury. And it sounds like something that could keep him out for some length of time as well. So watch each of these guys before you try to plug them back into your lineup. We'll get to some potential waiver wire replacement options here in the second half of the show in just a second. Before we do, though, let's talk a couple wide receivers. Cooper Cup with an ankle injury. Um, it doesn't sound serious. He might miss this next week. He might not. Something to watch here and see if he makes it back into your lineups for Sunday's action. Uh, so keep an eye on Cooper Cup. And then Tyreek Hill had a hand injury. was kind of really taped up for, the, for a large portion of the Miami Dolphins win over the Raiders, but still had a big day through the air. And uh, doesn't sound like that that injury should factor into his participation in the immediate future, but always something to keep an eye on when you see players go down with these types of injuries. All right, that's going to do it for the front side of this show uh, where we talked injuries. We're going to come back in the second half and jump into the waiver wire wish list. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Fantasy First Podcast. It's Jeremy Betts here with you. We're going to jump into the waiver wire wish list now. Let's start with the quarterback position, as we always do here on this show. Jordan Love from the Green Bay Packers, for some reason, is is owned in less than 50% of leagues, and that should not be the case. This guy has six out of 10 fantasy performances where he has put up 18 or more fantasy points and uh, continues to be a fairly solid uh, player, a pretty high floor player in fantasy. Uh, as far as the quarterback position goes, he has been as consistent as they come, if not super flashy, nothing huge, you're still getting some solid 18 to 20 point weeks out of him on a fairly regular basis. He needs to be owned in more leagues. That's just the, the plain fact of it. If you had Joe Burrow as your starting quarterback and you were like, yes, finally, Joe Burrow is back healthy. He's playing well. Uh, he is back as a part of our fantasy lives. Well, that's no more. As we talked about in the front half, if Jordan Love is available in your league and you do not have Joe Burrow as your starting quarterback anymore. You should go make Love a priority. He could settle your roster down and make you competitive for the remainder of the season, even if you're missing out on the higher-end production that you could get from Joe Burrow. Uh, Jordan Love, who has really a good schedule overall to close out the year, uh, a, a good matchup against the Lions on Thanksgiving. Um, the Lions have been giving up a lot of points and yardage to opposing quarterbacks recently, so a good matchup there for Jordan Love. And then his his playoff schedule for fantasy is really, really nice. The Buccaneers, who are the worst defense against opposing quarterbacks in fantasy, the Panthers and the Vikings all can be had from a fantasy perspective. Jordan Love is a priority ad this week for fantasy managers. 
I didn't think I would ever get to this guy on this podcast for the waiver wire wish list. But we're going to talk, Dan, uh, excuse me, Tommy DeVito. Uh, this guy is a part of our fantasy lives now, and it's it's two starts for him, and it's two fantasy-relevant performances. 15 points last week. Okay, not great, but okay, usable, relevant. And then 26 points, three touchdown passes, 300-plus yards, 137 QB rating, Tommy DeVito went off for the New York Giants in week 11. He's got a tougher matchup than he's got a tougher matchup this week against the New England Patriots than he did last week against the uh, Commanders. But still, I would expect Tommy DeVito to continue to kind of ball out here, um, uh, even against a, a, a tougher New England defense. They're not incredible New England, but they are going to be a little bit tougher. Um, you don't want to have to rely on DeVito, but you could stash him, and uh, hopefully you won't have to use him. But if you do, then you've at least got a guy who has shown he has some fantasy upside uh, over the last few weeks. He throws a pretty deep ball. He's got good connection with these receivers. Uh, Coach Dayball is coaching him up. We'll see how that continues. But he's a guy you could add and stash if you need some quarterback help, especially in two quarterback leagues where things are starting to get thin for the quarterback position. Let's go running backs now. We did talk about Ken Walker's injury and how Zach Charbonnet uh, is probably the guy to really fill his shoes and be the de facto RB1 while he is absent. Um, he's he's going to earn a much larger workload, and that should translate to fantasy relevance for as long as Walker is, is out. The Seahawks like to run the football and get the running backs involved in the passing game. Charbonnet is available in over 60% of leagues, uh, and if – one of those is your league. You need to add him. So uh, get out there and get him. It is rare that high volume running backs become available this late in the fantasy season. Here is one of those guys. Let's talk a little Ty Johnson from the Buffalo Bills. A surprise 14 plus fantasy outing this last week. Several catches, a touchdown reception of 28 yards from Josh Allen. This was Joe Brady's first week as the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, and he immediately gets Ty Johnson involved. If that is a trend that we'll start to see on a weekly basis, then uh, Ty Johnson absolutely needs to be rostered in leagues as a third down, pass catching, change of pace back for the Buffalo Bills. All right, let's jump into these wide receivers here. I've got another Green Bay Packer here. I've got Jaden Reed, the slot receiver for the Green Bay Packers, rookie slot receiver. Uh, out of Michigan State. He's been playing really well, benefiting from Jordan Love's recent fantasy resurgence, and he's really proving to be a favorite target for Love, especially in the red zone, where he's gotten several looks, two touchdowns in the last two weeks. Uh, he deserves a spot on your roster if he's available in your league, and I, I, I believe um, he has a strong, uh, strong availability across most league formats, uh, somewhere in the 70% range where he is unrostered. So he's a guy that you should go out and get and uh, potentially uh, start on your fantasy team this week against the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Elijah Moore from the Cleveland Browns makes this list this week as well. And I know what you're going to say, Jeremy, Dorian Thompson Robinson is now the quarterback here in Cleveland moving forward. Why should I trust any receiver outside of maybe Amari Cooper for this Browns offense? Here's my answer. You shouldn't. but there's a but here. Elijah Moore has put together two 
double-digit fantasy outings in the last two weeks with injuries to Deshaun Watson playing a part in the last week. And then this most recent game, um, he played with DTR the whole game and still put up double-digit fantasy points. So you've got a guy who is playing pretty well despite uneven quarterback play. Uh, not a massive waiver priority, but in deeper leagues where you need some help, Elijah Moore uh, is a guy that you want to be starting if you if you he's on your roster um, in deeper leagues, but also a guy that if if he is available, you go out and get this guy. You make him a priority this week for sure. Let's round out the waiver wire wish list with the tight end group. I've got two tight ends here for you. Uh, it's Michael Mayer from the Las Vegas Raiders. He's really earning a consistent target share. Uh, with Aiden O'Connell as his quarterback. Uh, he is is serving as O'Connell's security blanket in the middle of the field. The hope is really that he can start seeing some more red zone opportunities and turn those into touchdowns and therefore more fantasy points for your team. If you can do that, he might jump into the back end tight end one conversation. As of right now, he's a mid-tier tight end two, but somebody you want to have on your roster if you are looking uh, for tight end depth uh, or maybe dealing with an injury in in light of Mark Andrews recent uh, injury that will keep him out the rest of the season. If you didn't have depth behind Andrews, go out and add Michael Mayer. Cade Otten from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's had one massive fantasy week a couple weeks ago, and then just a couple decent weeks since then, but he's at least got a consistent workload in a pass heavy offense in Tampa. Baker likes to look his way in the goal line uh, and he's a touchdown dependent, uh, really high, high end tight end too. So I like him a little bit better than Michael Mayer uh, for his role currently, and we've seen him score touchdowns. Um, so I, I just kind of like him a little bit better. Uh, but you do have to consider uh, the fact that this Buccaneers team has a lot of weapons on the outside, and they like to dump it off to the running backs as well. So maybe the target volume won't always be there, but his usage is pretty high value. So you can you can definitely add Kate Otten if he's available in your league and feel comfortable having him as one of your backup tight ends or a spot starter in case of emergency. All right, <clears throat> that was the waiver wire wish list from the Fantasy First podcast. Let's wrap this thing up with my uh, top streamers for week week twelve uh, in uh, quarterback and defensive special teams units here let's start with the quarterbacks jordan love he's here on this portion of the list as well versus the lions a definite streamer option this week and then matt stafford against the cardinals hopefully he's got cooper cup to throw the ball to in that matchup but even if not you still gotta like the matchup here for matt stafford against the cardinals defense that yeah they picked off cj stroud three times last week but they also gave up big plays chunk yardage and another big performance to stroud uh in fantasy so matt stafford could join the ranks there for a, a Rams team that knows this Cardinals team a little bit better than um, uh, than the Houston Texans would have known them. All right, and then to wrap it up, the defense special teams units that I am prioritizing this week as far as streamers go is the Tennessee Titans against the Panthers. This is a plus, plus, plus matchup for the Tennessee Titans, and I know they haven't been great for fantasy purposes, but this is a team you can get behind for this uh, streamer option this week uh, for the defense special teams unit. And then I like the Broncos against the Browns. I like the Broncos defense, the way they're playing right now. They're taking the ball away. They're getting sacks and pressure on the quarterback. You've got a rookie passer in Cleveland now in DTR. And he was, he was frustrated by the Steelers defense for a lot of that game. 
he was picked off once. He was sacked a couple times. Um, he, he can be had for fantasy purposes. So the Denver Broncos, they've been playing better. They need to be on your short list for streamers this week in week 12 fantasy. All right, that's going to do it for me here on the Fantasy First Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to come back Thursday. We're going to be breaking down the DFS slate for the upcoming week, uh, Sunday specifically, since Thanksgiving. Uh, we're not going to dive into the Thursday slate since there's going to be a lot of Thursday games, but we will do a Sunday DFS look uh, for that uh, special Thursday episode. Might be a little bit shorter since it will be a holiday, but stay tuned anyway here to the Fantasy First Podcast and the Fantasy First Sports Network for all your NFL and fantasy football needs. That's going to do it for me here. Bets out. <laughs>